Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Very good afternoon, 15 minutes after the hour of 12 o'clock. This is VOC 91.3 FM. And when we hear that jingle, it's time for childcare and development. Today, we uh, it is a bit of a teaching uh, exercise today, but more about information and, imp- and, and uh, as information empowers everyone, this is for all. We talk about childhood cancer, the foundation that supports us. We have uh, an, an, a representative of of Chuck in studio. We have a uh, matriculant who is a cancer survivor and a little 10-year-old with her mom who is currently in uh, remission, but we'll talk about their journey uh, inshallah. But uh, a very good day to you, Lynette. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much for joining us. Joining us. Thank you very much. And then we have Labika and little uh, 10-year-old Labika and her mom, Sakina. Assalamu alaikum, guys. Alaikum salam. And Zakir Adams uh, from Manenberg. He is a cancer survivor and he will be telling us his story. Thank you so much, guys, for being in studio. So before I give my introduction, I think, Lynette, I'm going to leave the floor to you uh, to give us a brief of Chuck. You are the Western Cape Regional Manager based out in Woodstock for Chuck. So tell us who exactly Chuck is um, and, yeah, how it started and, and the services you guys offer in the community. Thank you so much. Chuck is a national organization that was started in 1979 by a group of parents whose children were all diagnosed with cancer at the now Joburg Jane Hospital, Charlotte McClendon, we know. And these parents had very little support or absolutely no support while their children were diagnosed. And it basically started as parent support groups where parents mm-hmm. came together, spoke about their challenges. And over the years, it grew into a national organization. Um, we are now 39 years old, wow. actually, and our head office is based in Johannesburg. And our aim is to provide quality care and support to children diagnosed with cancer and life-threatening blood disorders. 1979 is a very special year to me as well. Okay. It's my birth year. <laughs> wow. So I'm giving a bit of my age away, but it just stood out for me when you say 1979. <laughs> Chuck, everybody got a bit of a chuckle there. <laughs> so I can count out my age now. Okay, so uh, Chuck, what does it say? <laughs> it stands for Children's Hematology Oncology Clinics. Um, yeah, but we just love to use the abbreviation CHOC, mm-hmm. and um, we are known as the CHOC Childhood Cancer Foundation South Africa. So after 39 years of existence, how has CHOC grown, and how has the, the services that, <coughs> that you that you offer uh, to the community, and that actually has the support you've mentioned, um, to the families? Wow, CHOC has grown tremendously, mm. and it would not have been possible without partnerships with the various academic hospitals across the country. So some of our services ranges from home away from home accommodation and as you know many parents, even adults who live far from the treatment centers arrive in Cape Town and they hear the news that the children Mm. are diagnosed and they have absolutely no accommodation and yet they are expected to stay in Cape Town with their children for the treatment Mm. and so we've seen that need and we have 12 chalk houses across the country at ease home away from home accommodation that that we provide to the academic hospital so once the children with their mothers arrive at the hospitals and they receive the news then the hospitals places them at a chalk house for the full duration of the treatment at no cost and they also offered transport to and from hospital what what is the duration of the treatments um, it often. differs we've yeah. had families who've stayed in Cape Town for a year and, sure. and when we say family we mean a mother or caregiver or a father mm. with a child 
we've had families stay six months and then families arriving and at the first stance their treatment could be six months where after they allowed a treatment break mm. and they then throughout the year uh, travel back and forth between um, the treatment center and home. Okay, so uh, I'm sure you've partnered up with various organizations, you guys being an, an NGO yourself. Yes, yes. Um, Talk to us about maybe your, your financial support and partners that does um, partake. Yes, we, we do not receive any government funding at all. And how we sustain our services um, it, it is implemented through the support of donors, funders, trusts, foundations, the normal members of the public who come alongside us and just support us through doing toiletry drives, um, non-perishable food drive schools that support us, and we also receive some assistance from the National Lotto. Okay, so it's not just a facility. With that uh, comes the running of the facility, the needs and the requirements of to the individuals there and to the actual facilities. Yes, Took yes. us through how, how, how that all happens and is, is, is accommodated for. Yes, in terms of, other than the accommodation services, we provide practical support, and this is um, enabled through the partnerships with the Pediatric Oncology wards at both Tigerberg and Red Cross and simultaneously the model spreads across the country mm-hmm. so we provide the families with a transport fund these are the local families from the city of Cape Town your families from Alsace River, Bontierville, Mitchell's Plain and if the mother um, is unable to travel with the son or daughter for the full time in the month um, for their follow-up visits mm-hmm. we help them with the transport fund we also assist uh, mothers with food vouchers um, that happens through the Red Cross Children's Hospital then we provide every newly diagnosed child with a care bag that's filled up with a whole lot of toiletries and a lot of practical support. We also have a bereavement fund for mothers whose unfortunately whose children had lost their journey. Um, so, And we also do a lot of awareness raising on the early warning signs of childhood cancer. All right, so we'll talk more about that um, and also the, the, the mission which goes to uh, children being diagnosed early. Um, we also speak to uh, a cancer survivors. Zaki in studio with us. We have uh, Mom Sakina Davids with her little one, uh, 10-year-old Labika, who is currently in remission, as well as the ICC Day, which is International Childhood Cancer Day. More after the short break. Please do stay with us. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Very good afternoon. Welcome back to VOC 91.3 FM. We have Lynette, Lynette uh, Regional Manager for the Western Cape for Chuck in studio with us. Uh, Zakir Adams, uh, a matriculant who is also a cancer survivor, will be telling us his story. Uh, little 10 year old Labika, very excited to go on air as well. <laughs> and her mom, Sakina Davids, all in studio. Welcome back, guys. Okay, so with the establishment of, uh, of Chuck being around for 39 years, <laughs> Uh, greatly with the help of all of you in the community um, has uh, definitely handed out uh, a great uh, uh, need where the where it comes to support a place to stay um, all the various items that just goes around that with with regards to the journey that the little one has to be you know that that has experienced that journey and of course having the support of that individual that parent there to you know to get through that that time also also highlighting international 
National Childhood Cancer Day. So tell us a bit about that and, and how people can get involved. Yes, on the 15th of February, Chalk, along with a lot of other international organizations, childhood cancer organizations, will be commemorating International Childhood Cancer Day. Um, it is a global collaborative to raise awareness on the incidence of childhood cancer and to express support and rally support mm. for children with cancer as well as survivors and their families. And there are many ways for the members of the public to get involved. Okay, so we'll talk more about that a little bit later on. Lynette is standing by. But first, let's get a story, uh, a story behind the story. We have uh, a matriculant uh, who I'm sure would not just uh, talk about, I say uh, he's a matriculant, but he's Dale. Um, I think uh, a ca- uh, profile would be a cancer survivor. Zakir, Aslam alaikum and uh, welcome to the studios. Alaikum salam. Much appreciated for you coming in. Um, all the way from Vandenberg, much appreciated. Tell us about your journey and um, how it started and, and how Chuck uh, was involved in your life. Okay. Um, Assalamualaikum. I'm Zakir from all the way from Vandenberg. Attended Phoenix Secondary. Mm-hmm. My primary school I went to was Primrose Park, also in Vandenberg. Like, as people know, it's a messed up place. And basically, I'm here to speak about my years that I went through in, in cancer. Um, mm. I'm a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed after the 2010 World Cup. Um, that's exactly after the 2010 World Cup when I was back in grade 7. Mm. Um, how it started was I s- the 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 stuff that I saw that made me realize that I had cancer was um, the glance that I got glance is one symptom of cancer mm. and you're getting lame not eating not doing your regular things that you used to be uh, used to doing mm. that's all the symptoms that you get for cancer and stuff and for me speaking about it sometimes bring me tears to my eyes because I always do this for schools mm. I've been helping out Chuck doing inspirational speeches been going to Red Cross Hospital, speaking to kids, parents and mm. stuff, just to tell them what I went through and I know what they're going through. Mm. And I've been doing these camps with cancer patients and to leave him, mm. I always, I won't lie, I do cry a lot mm. when I have to leave him behind. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically what I went through, all the treatments for the past three years that I've been through. Mm. It's hectic for my parents and for me and the whole family out there. So, yeah. so grade seven, how old were you? Thirteen? Thirteen years old. Yeah. Thirteen years old. And um, how long did your journey last for? Um, three and a half years that I was on treatment mm. and um, in the remission now four and a half years. Oh, mashallah. Wonderful. Mashallah, alhamdulillah. So, the actual um, treatment, um, you know, do people ask you about that? Do they, do the little ones, you know, uh, have any questions for you? What, what do they commonly ask you? Basically, they ask me what did I went, what I went through. Mm-hmm. And what I could tell them is the chemo makes you fall out so don't really like worry about that because you grow back and for lumbar punctures and bone marrows and stuff you just have to be strong and believe in a god yeah 
Your support, how important was your support to have that? Um, there was a lot of support, mm. like basically, like I can say shukran to my mom and my dad. Yeah. That was always there for me and <coughs> to be honest, they never went to go work because they wanted to be there next to wow. me. Mm. And at the time, I never knew what cancer was mm. until I turned about, I think, 15 years old. Mm. And that was the third year in, in, um, in my treatment. Yeah. Then I only found out what cancer was. Then I went to do research on mm. it. And that's why I'm so involved in helping out wherever I can. Like, I do a lot with Chuck. And mm. with until Annette, she always asked me to help out wherever I can. And I always do that. Well done, Auntie Lynette. <laughs> 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 so, kid, um, yeah, as young as you are, uh, um, you know, hearing the news, the devastating news of um, being diagnosed with cancer, what did that, did it, did it, did it, did, did it hit you? Did you realize what was happening to you? Um, what, just to give people an idea of what the youngsters actually do go through when they hear about this diagnosis. At the moment, I didn't knew what it was mm. at first. Okay. Like some kids, and even it, like until now, kids don't know what cancer is. And but you get that kids that know mm. what it is yeah. because they do it in school and mm. stuff. So for me, I didn't know what it was. I yeah. seriously, I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know what it. Got the causes of, mm. of it until I got in high school, then I only found out what mm. the, 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 the symptoms are of cancer and stuff like that. So with your treatment, did you still continue going to school? Yes, I went to school. Is this in the 20, I think it was 2013, mm -hmm. that I failed my grade 10 because I had like severe back pain. Okay. And I couldn't attend. I couldn't tell what it was, mm. and I've been in hospital for that whole last term, and the doctors even couldn't find out find mm. out what it was that the back pain was. I went for X-rays yeah. and all that stuff, CAT scans and stuff. Nothing like that showed what the pain was. Mm. But what the pain was is actually funny. I just needed to take my morphine. And a good night rest, and then the pain was gone next day. <laughs> okay, some simple things that we also, I think, you know, don't need to. Uh, Zakir, finding out when you, um, when you, as you said, you weren't quite sure what cancer was, but when the when did during that three years, did reality hit you in any way that you know uh, what you possibly needed to, how you needed to be, and who you needed to be for the next um, duration of your journey? Did it did it hit you in any any place or time during that time of of of, of uh, treatment? Not really, but mm -hmm. yeah, I did after a while, and then it, when I saw my parents crying, yeah. I didn't know why they're crying, mm. but the doctor, she didn't want to tell me what it was, okay. she made the doctor tell me himself, mm. but I made her tell me before he still came to, to ask me, to, to came to tell you me. saw they were upset? Yeah, yeah. like they were like sitting crying every day because I was laying in ICU the mm. night that I found out. I actually woke up two days later. Mm. I mean, I came when they diagnosed me with cancer. Mm. And I went in for surgery that same night sure. when I found out that I had cancer. And what type of cancer was it? I had leukemia. Oh, and it like already spread it up into my spine. 
and I went for radiotherapy just to make sure it doesn't spread into my wow. brain. And I had a three years before they found out that I had it already. Sure. So I, I was like in stage three already. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, with the grace of the Almighty, you're sitting here telling us your story now. Remission, in remission for what, three, four years? Four and a half years. Four and a half years, mashallah, what an excellent example. Um, uh, we want to get back to you, uh, 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 Zakir, shukran so much for sharing that with us. You did well. Uh, who would have thought there's thousands of listeners on the other side? <laughs> okay, so... Sakina, can we start with you? Assalamu alaikum, Sakina Davids. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And we have little Labika. Finally, it's your turn. Wa alaikum salam. She's got some lovely earrings in today. and But I think a smile is definitely brighter than that earrings. Thank you. So who put the khina on for you, Labika? Your khina is nice and dark. My mommy did it. Did you have fun doing that? Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you having fun here today? Yes. Excited? Very you are a very special girl. You know that. <laughs> hey? It's not everybody that comes in to talk on the radio. I know. Hey? I know. Wow, Labika. Are you still at school? Not anymore. Um, uh, yes, but the doctor said I can't while I'm having chemo in this Okay. Stuff. Do you understand what chemo is? <laughs> So, so. Little bit, eh? Yes. Okay, alhamdulillah. And you're a strong young mm. girl, mashallah. Mm. <laughs> All right, mashallah, Sakina, what a brave young girl you have there, mashallah. Very brave, very brave hey? girl. I'm super proud of this oh my goodness. intelligent child. Um, without her, I wouldn't have did the journey mm. of um, her having cancer. Alhamdulillah, with Allah's kudrat, she is in remission. We had... Like and I believe you got the news recently? Yes, yes. So you guys um, are still on a high? Yes, yes. We're still on the, like, people get married, they're having a vacation. We're still on the vacation oh. ride of being cancer-free. Alhamdulillah, it was a very tough year for us. Hmm. Um, it actually started with her, with her birthday when last year she was diagnosed with cancer. Um, she was, it was a birthday, she, her weak point is water. Okay. So whenever she sees water, she just want to swim. And the day of her birthday, the 4th of January 2016, she didn't want to swim at all. Mm. And then me and my family, my parents and my husband, we noticed that there's something wrong with her. Yeah. So um, the following day, we took her to the doctor. The mm. doctor um, just gave her something for the tummy aches. She, she started to get yellow. Mm. And then a week after that, she... We went to the day hospital because we still didn't find out what was wrong with her. She mm. did. She got. She actually got worse. <coughs> and then but she was like physically ill. She um, wasn't she a normal had vomiting okay. and diarrhea. Okay. And we got something at the uh, the doctor gave us a five di- a five day um, antibiotic. antibiotic okay. When that was done, there was no difference, and we went to the day hospital to go through some blood mm. so that we can see if there's something wrong with the blood because mm. she was all yellow and stuff. Then um, the doctor told, the nurse at the day hospital told us to come back the 12th of January. So yesterday was also a big day because yesterday was our first, um, it was actually a year when we started attending Tigerburg Hospital, our, mm. our second home. And um, we were booked in at Tigerburg Hospital. They found out that there was an abnormal cell in her body, mm. in her blood, and they 
took a, we were admitted in Tigerberg Hospital and ever since we were in Tigerberg Hospital we found out that she was diagnosed with cancer. Um, the type of cancer is very rare, okay. so it's a very few in South Africa mm. for the years that she's um, that got that type of cancer. Um, the doctors and professors at Tigerberg Hospital actually had to um, do research on her type of cancer. Okay. They found people in India mm. and they discussed the cancer uh, type of cancer as the time went on. Mm. The name is very long, so because um, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say. Um, it. I actually want Labika to say it is because it? She, while she was recovering yeah, yeah. from her operation, yeah, yeah. she studied the name. Wow, well done. Okay, Labika, the mic is yours now. Please tell everybody what type of cancer you had suffered from. My carcinoma of the soft tissue. Is that one word? No. Of the soft tissue. Okay. Okay. Myopathelial is the one. Myopathelial. Word. See, I can also say it. Yeah, you taught me how. Why is she saying myopathelial? Okay. So, so it so it affected her entire body because it's. It was in a tummy. In a it tummy. Was a, okay. um, the doctors at first thought that it was pressure. Um, it was attached to the liver. Okay. Alhamdulillah, it was only pressure on the liver. Mm. When they did the second biopsy to find out what kind of um, cancer it is, they they had to do an emergency operation that was four to five hours long. Sure. Um, she was, um, for the whole period of time in the recovery as well, it was about five to six hours mm. of her just recovering to wake up from the operation. They um, they found the tumor next to the liver, and the liver it was pressure on the liver. That's why she was all yellow and then After okay. the operation, no more yellowness, and there was 20% left of the cancer inside of her. She had to do a few chemo sessions, which was also very long. In the beginning, um, my family supported me through the year a lot, even and people we don't know. Mm. Unrecognized faces, everybody. It was just the support was strong. She started chemo. It was um, we, she got it five five days a week. We we put in on a Monday, mm. and only went home the Saturday because the chemo would end the Saturday, uh, mm. the Friday night late. So then the Saturday afternoon we could only go home, and that was the only time when she wasn't when she was released from a drip so from the monday to the saturday she was only on the drip on the bed she couldn't move nowhere mm. that was her type of cancer alhamdulillah she did very well it was three bags a day so it was quite a lot the first session of chemo and then she threw up a lot she's just making faces here <laughs> she threw up a lot she used to lay with the bucket because she know when the first bag started and then she knows she must get the bucket closer. Mm. Um, so she knew the routine. Yes, she knew the routine. Yeah. For a nine-year-old, at that time she was nine years old, for a nine-year-old to wanted to know everything. Mm. She wanted to know, even when she went for the interview on the radiotherapy, mm. they didn't interview, uh, they, they, the, uh, they, they asked me some questions and she answered it. Yeah. Then the radiotherapist said, mommy, you can go sit outside because you don't actually need to be here because Lapika, the patient is giving me everything. Because <laughs> she wanted to know if it's gonna be making me vomiting, yes. is it this? And she wanted to know all that type of she stuff. She was the one asking. Yeah. Yeah, she was the one asking the questions and 
everything yeah aslam kopiyong mm. <laughs> do you know do you, do you know labika when i speak to the little ones on the radio eh then they are very shy and i say hello what's your name then they look at me and they smile <laughs> <laughs> and then i say what's your name and then they smile <laughs> they don't have a name but you mashallah could say that the word the soft tissue that i can't now even remember what that was <laughs> we are chatting to uh well cancer survivors uh, Zakir and 10 year old I think what is it a week or two now uh, that she's in remission because you said just before three just weeks. three weeks three mashallah weeks, yeah. so newly um, survived cancer patients in studio with us as well as Chuck Weston Cape regional manager Lynette telling us all about uh, their community and their work and their journey here today on child care development but we'll continue just after the short break Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back. A very good day to you. We have about, what, 10 to 13 minutes left on the show. Very interesting when they say time flies when you're having fun. And I'm definitely having fun with little Labika here. 10 years old, she's been uh, three weeks in remission. <laughs> Our mommy Sakina Davids, as well as Zakir Adam, survivor, um, four and a half years uh, yeah. in remission, uh, cancer survivor, suffered from leukemia stage three. Alhamdulillah, just shukr to the Allah is, is the only words I have. Mm-hmm. As well as Chuck Weston, uh, Chuck Weston Cape Regional Manager uh, Lynette in studio with us. She'll be chatting to us still about the ICC Day for 2018 happening on the 15th of February, how you can get involved <coughs> and also the highlighting early diagnosis. But Labika, I've got a question that's been bugging me. Your mommy was telling me, uh, telling us now of how much you just chased her out of the room and you said, no, mommy, I'm going to ask all the questions. Why? I, I just now want to know, why do you want to know all this stuff? Why do you have so much questions? Because it's happening to me, I must know. Yes. It's, you never know. Yes. And you, you have to know. Yes, I must know. What's happening? Know yeah. What's happening to me right Yes, now. absolutely. So you can understand it all, eh? Yes. And do you understand it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my last, okay, maybe, maybe my last question, I'll see, I'll decide. But my, my question to you now is what message do you have? Do you have a message? Do you want to tell those little ones that are currently suffering from cancer and their mommies or their daddies or their families? What message do you want to tell them? Because I know you have a message for them. to say is believe in Allah and don't um what do you mean <laughs> come think 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 it's gonna come there it's on your tongue I can see it there on your tongue Put it out. <laughs> don't give up hey and never give up yeah no absolutely never give up say that again never give up never give up that is a 10 year old Three, 10-year-old Labika been in, in remission for three weeks. Alhamdulillah. Today, yesterday was an, a, a big day for them as well. Um, she, with, throughout her, ni- her ninth year, she had fought this cancer, uh, literally asked the doctors back and forth what she needs to know so she could understand. And she <laughs> says, do not give up. Um, okay, back to you, Lynette. Time is ticking. 
quickly go through some of the early diagnosis uh, signs and, and how important is early diagnosis? Yes, early, early diagnosis is very important. Children mm-hmm. are diagnosed in South Africa too late and the survival rate per, per child is only at 55% while in developed countries it's between 70 and 80%. Uh, some of the things that parents need to look out for in their children if these symptoms persist over a long period of time and it presents itself over a long period of time, a parent <coughs> must get a second opinion or request a referral letter to the nearest academic hospital. Uh, some of the well-researched early warning signs developed by the Ch- uh, Children's Cancer Study Group is the white spot in the eye, a new squint, or suddenly sudden blindness or a bulging eyeball. This is for all cancers? Um, that refers to either retinoblastoma or neuroblastoma okay. in children. Uh, we use the same Siluan early warning sign, so the, the word e- Siluan has an early warning sign linked to it. Okay. So seek just means uh, seek help early. I is a white spot in the eye as I shared. Mm-hmm. The L for Siluan means lump, either lumps in the abdomen, pelvis, head and neck, limbs, testes and glands. Even Zakir shared that he had glands. Okay. Parents should not just ignore it if it persists over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Then the U stands for unexplained fever or unexplained fever over two weeks, mm-hmm. loss of weight, pallor, diarrhea over a long period of time, fatigue when, when the child's constantly tied pallor, easy bruising or bleeding, which is also signs of leukemia. Okay. Then the A out of the word Siluan refers to aches, aches in the bones, the joints, the back. Mm. Zakir referred to his back pain, also easy fractures. And the N refers to neurological, when a child was able to walk and suddenly cannot walk mm-hmm. or loses balance or regresses in his or her milestones. And also a headache for more than two weeks non-stop with or without vomiting and then also the enlarging head that's important that parents actually so those those signs can be requested from our office we have leaflets available for schools Mm. um, mosques um, community groups parents can request the early warning signs and we will gladly distribute it to them okay Uh, we will not forget to um, you know of course give your contact details and and the areas that you do operate in but um, just quickly talk to us about the sort of medically support structure that is available there uh, for the possible cancer you know patients um, and mothers that are that that need that help and been thrown from one day hospital clinic to the other yes if mothers pick up any of these early warning signs they can SMS the number three double four eight six which is a chalk helpline they must SMS their name (coughs) with a province to three double four eight six and they will be contacted by a chalk representative who will assist them uh, with being referred to the nearest academic hospital where more tests can be done and where the mother can have ease of heart wow. just to make double sure whether and obviously once they are um, diagnosed mm-hmm. if it is the case then the academic hospital specifically also here in Cape Town there's they we have excellent doctors and um, they form part of the family in that academic hospital and will receive good, very good advice and support absolutely wow some great words of of um, help and assistance to you that SMS number three double four eight six SMS only uh, send through your name and your province and they will contact you that's the chalk helpline yes. so the highlight of on the 15th of February how can we get involved and what should be happening 
Yes, people can call the nearest Choc office. Here in the Western Cape, they can contact us and they can order chocolates. We have little hot chocolates. Actual uh, chocolates? Yes, actual. <laughs> I was wondering when the word chocolate was going to come out. Very good quality <laughs> chocolates that we sell for 10 rand each. Mm-hmm. That's Have a Heart for Children with Cancer chocolates. We have Have a Heart for Children with Cancer badges that schools and community groups can um, order mm-hmm. from our offices. We gladly deliver it. They can also order heart pins that says Choc and wear it on the day on the 15th of February. We also encourage schools and community groups to wear blue and white on the 15th, host a service days. Schools in the past have rallied support through doing non-perishable drives or toiletry drives for Choc or our Choc houses and the hospitals. They can also invite us to come and do a talk on childhood okay. cancer. We do it for both primary schools and high school levels and we also bring our mascots with us. People can also see our mall activation stalls mm. on the V&A waterfront and the Golden Acre as well as the ShopRite Checkers um, Ryland store on the 15th of February and come and purchase chocolates heart bands at our various stalls and hear how they can get involved yes but they can call our offices okay so it's ShopRite Ryland store eh? yes okay Um, you've got to give us your contact numbers yes our office number is 086 110 and it's the Checkers Ryland store as well as the V&A waterfront and the Golden Acre Center Court where we will have staff with mall activation tables who will be selling our stock, yes. All on the 15th of February. February. What day is that? It's a Thursday. Okay. Thursday the 15th of Feb. Earmark that by your various uh, items to support International Childhood Cancer Day. They also come out to your school, so please do contact them to highlight this and and um, also just to be supportive uh, of of possible uh, you know childhood uh, uh, you know children suffering from cancer at your school. And like uh, Labika, ask questions for us. Oh eight six double one zero six double four one is uh, the contact number for Chuck. What are your operating hours? Um, uh, we Jeanette? operate from eight till four thirty. Okay, 8 till 4.30, Mondays to Fridays. Uh, Zakir, your advice um, and um, words of encouragement for those uh, possibly want to join the Chuck family and how important it is for you um, to be part of the family. How long are you still going to be doing this as a volunteer? As a volunteer, I would like to do this for as long as I can mm. because... What I'm doing is what they gave to me, I'm yeah. giving off to them. Mm. So I'm just trying to help those that need help. Mm. Like we raise funds mm-hmm. and that help save another one's life. Okay. So that's what I basically do. And you're still going to do this for a long time to come Very when you long can. Time. <laughs> <laughs> so encourage others, why should they be doing it and why should they become a, a volunteer, whether they're a cancer survivor or not? Um, even if you're not a cancer survivor, if you have a heart for others and you believe in a God and you respect others like you want to be respected, then I think it's for you, I'm spe- specifically, spe- specifically speaking to you, mm. To help out wherever you can, even though it's not with shock, but just to help out raise funds for cancer kids. Because there's a lot of foundations that raise funds for cancer children. 
infected or affected mm-hmm. be yeah. a volunteer at uh, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are uh, um, national? Yes, yeah. we're a national organization. We operate in six regions across the country with our head office being in Johannesburg and we're always in need of people volunteering for our events. We also have hospital volunteers where it's trained um, either stay-at-home moms or mommies who work part-time or would like to become a hospital volunteer. They okay. can also contact us. Um, we train them and they serve tea and coffee and a muffin twice a week to mommies in Red Cross and Tigerberg. Mm. So we would also like women who are interested and have a heart to contact us. Brilliant. Any uh, social media pages that people can connect yes, with Yes, people you? can visit our website. We are on Facebook as well and Twitter. Our website is www.choc.org.za They And there will be a link to our Facebook page with all our other upcoming events. Great stuff. Uh, Labika, I, uh, you have to say your last <laughs> words. You have to say something. What message do you have to the listeners that's listening now? What do you want to tell them about cancer? Tell them something about cancer. Um. <laughs> Come on. I know you got to say something about cancer. <laughs> they must go and learn about it, eh? <laughs> yes. Like you did. Labika, 10 year old Labika, all the best. Shukran so much for coming on in. Much appreciated. I'm sure you touched the hearts and the minds and the tears of everybody that Mm. was listening right now. (laughs) But you continue being that strong, brave girl that you are today for this past year. And all those that are infected and affected by cancer continue the work that you guys Mm. do. To mommy uh, Sakina Davids, to you as well. Do you have some last words quickly, uh, Sakina? Just um, continue believing in yourself and never give up. Never give up is the most important thing and always believe there is a tomorrow. At first we didn't know that there is a tomorrow, but Mm. we believe in it. With cancer you still can believe in tomorrow. Wise words from uh, mom Sakina Davids who has uh, a little one surviving of cancer. Three weeks now in remission. Mashallah, 10 years old and uh, all the best to them as well. Zahir, you you have some last words? Um, Not really, but I would just like a lot of people all over the world, doesn't matter from which religion you are, Mm. just to help out wherever you can, Mm. just to support another one another person that has cancer and try to come and support us on the 15th of February. Of February. All the best, uh, Zakir uh, Adams and uh, continue the great work that you're doing. Sakina Davids, uh, Labika as well as Lynette, guys, thank, thank you, you so much. much. All the best. Very much. And uh, remember, contact them 086-110-6441 and visit their Facebook page Chalk C-H-O-C. From myself, Hawa Solomon, enjoy the rest of your day. Wassalamualaikum and goodbye for now.